Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Gorecom, in which we speak with small cap executives after they put out news. With us today, happy to have him back, Alan Paul Silverstein, CEO of Imagine AR, trades on the CSC under IP, and for our friends in the U.S., IPNFF. Today's episode is Beyond the Press Release, Beyond the Press Release, Beyond the Press Release, Beyond the Press Release, because <laughs> it's just been a firing line of press releases coming out of Imagine, which is great news. For those of you who are new, as the name implies, Imagine AR is an augmented reality company that enables businesses to create their own mobile phone, mobile phone AR campaigns with little to no programming technology. And AR, if you don't know it, Tim Cook said it best, it's basically going to take over the world in the next two or three years. Let's talk about the news. Alan, welcome back, man. Oh, always good to see you, George. I'm glad. I feel like we're in the middle of March Madness, except without the basketball, just with our press releases. Small cap madness. You've got, <laughs> you've got Grubhub. Global Sports Initiative, uh, McCartney Studios, and you know, and and I love the one about John Lennon Lost Weekend. That's come in. Phaser, I can't even keep up. So <laughs> today we'll do more of a rapid fire approach. Right, I this, agree. All right, because there's so much, but we're still gonna get kind of deep. First one, uh, Grubhub. So first two, first two media selected you to partner on augmented reality for these live stream programs. And you're premiering, no less, at Grubhub Soundbites featuring Megan The Stallion, Grammy Award winner, and King Princess, and Noah Cyrus. This is, how big is this? And does it put Imagine AR on the map? Because this is at the top of the entertainment world. Top. You know, it's a lot of pressure, George. We started working with Andrew. He's been an advisor. He really believes in AR enormously, understands it. And we started talking last summer into the fall of which one we'll do, and he was excited. But you know, it's like baseball. You wanna start in the minor leagues and work your way to the top. And as it kept going, Grubhub was in conversations with both of us. And as we continued, Grubhub said, you know, we were originally gonna target February and get a first test out. But now they decided, let's do the biggest show of the year we've ever done, but the biggest talent we've ever had on our show in history. So let's go for that. And uh, we literally have been scrabbling, working very closely with them, with uh, Andrew and his team at First Tube. This could be the biggest musical event AR, web AR activation ever done in history at this point, because Megan Thee Stallion and, and Christy, and, uh, they're huge, tasty. These are big, big people with huge followings. And if you look at the history- That's an understatement. Tube, they're massive, tens they of are. millions, so, not hundreds of millions. It's like we've been working night and day. It's exciting. It'll be this Friday night, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's gonna be on YouTube. We'll promote it again. And this is for everyone watching. You want to promote IP, you want to experience it, then get out your phone for the concert. There'll be QR codes. They will be measuring the metrics of the QR codes. It's pretty wild. And uh, like I said, I feel like it's going to baseball game and you get onto the, uh, you stack up to plate and right across from you sitting there, you know, like Nolan Ryan saying, okay, you're ready to go hit one. This is, this is a big one, but we're pretty optimistic and confident working with Andrew and his team that this one's going to be a winner for us and, and definitely put us on the map. Big time. Well, yeah, what's it done for putting you on the map? Because obviously, and it, this is a good segue, a lot of people are asking, hey, why the halt? I mean, this is big news, but some people are asking why the halt? The reason is, uh, first two media, this story is so big that they ran an exclusive story in Adweek. And a lot of people may not know what Adweek is. I know what it is. I've been reading it for years. This is the preeminent source of everything new that's going on in marketing, advertising and promotion so when you play in these big circles right ap you now have to wait for them sometimes to oh yes they don't care about when you need to test your press release not that they're 
they don't care, but they've got their own process when you get to that level. Exactly. And we were aware of the press release. We kind of made an agreement that we'll have access to it before it goes public. And we knew it was coming up. We weren't quite sure when. Uh, we weren't allowed to edit it, which is fine. It's their program. It's their messaging. We're purely a vendor. And actually, we found it in ad week on Thursday night. And that was me. And at that point, I realized, well, we got an issue. And the press release for right. us to go out was not approved yet. So then I personally was the one who, who put a halt on the stock at that point because it's selective disclosure, right, George? Compliance. We cannot have people who have seen the Ed Week article and we have not issued an official notification as a material news for our company. For Grubhub, it's not material. They're a you know billion dollar home delivery service. This is just another one of their businesses. But for us, it's very material, this deal. So we got it halted and we basically had to wait until we got the press release approved, which we did Friday evening. And then we scheduled for Monday of this week. And again, we weren't planning to do two press releases. We already had one set for Monday, but we had to space them out because at that point we had to get the Grubhub one out. They announced everyone as well as First Soup on Monday as well. So Monday was the official release date. But like you said, Ad Week was done before. But I have to tell you, even yeah, though they broke the store with Ad Week because it's that big of a story. It's that big and we got great coverage on it. It's It's been massive for us in terms of credibility, but we had no choice to halt it because at that point, we were not able to get the press release in time approved for Friday morning opening and we just had to halt the stock until we had full approval from everyone and then we could put it out to our shareholders and then begin trading the stock again. So if everything goes well, where does this relationship go? Because it's a partnership with First Two, but obviously First Two brings in big brands like Grubhub. Uh, so this is... The first one, and it's their biggest one. <laughs> I, I don't know where you go from here, George. I, you know, usually you work your way up to Grubhub and you work your way up to Mega the Stallion. So uh, Andrew has an amazing business model. He's been enormously successful. If you take a look at all the things First Tube's meeting, some of the brands, First Tito's, that's a major brand. So this is going to be the first one, but we're pretty optimistic and confident as this continues. Andrew loves the second screen emergent approach and that we feel after this, we're going to continue to go forward successfully, not only with Grubhub again, but potentially with a lot of the other vendors. And this has actually had a lot of impact in, I don't know if you know, we're doing the Hype Innovation Lab pitches where we have the opportunity to pitch many companies around the world. It's a, it's, it's a sports accelerator. And, and actually on Tuesday morning, I pitched a whole bunch of broadcasters, some of the most well-known ones around the world. And this was front and center to explain second screen immersion for broadcasters. How do you engage viewers who are just sitting in their homes watching it and AR is a perfect way and certainly saying, hey, by the way, go look this Friday on 326 at 7 p.m. and you can experience your own web AR QR codes provided by us. Uh, how perfect is that timing to have TV TV executives on a conference call saying, oh, by the way, you know, we're doing this <laughs> with Megan the Stallion on, on Friday night. By the way, will you be posting details anywhere on Twitter and hopefully on Agoracom, but where people can tune in and because I we definitely want to be watching. Yeah, we got it on. We'll have a watch party, right, George? We could just set up a watch party and All right. we'll be sitting there rocking and we will put it out. It's already up on YouTube somewhere. I saw it, but we will definitely post it up for everyone. Okay. And again, they're measuring how many people activate. They're doing a great uh, cause uh, donations up to a significant amount of money for Women's History Month to donate. So it's also for a very good cause. Every scan that occurs is a dollar donation. So it's something that has a really good cause behind it. And there are four animated activations for this. And again, because it's lightweight, fast AR, and it's a specific type of audience that's more into the music than the AR tech, there'll be light animated ones that are kind of cool and they're fun and they're light. 
and there'll be some perks and surprises for everyone when okay, they Okay, because I want to ask you, but you're probably embargoed, right? You probably yeah, can't, I can't tell you, but, but there, let everyone some, show up. There's some fun cool stuff. stuff yeah, and assume that the, 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 the effective model is get a delivery from Grubhub because maybe you'll have a special perk that'll make it financially worthwhile to do as well. And this is a web AR, right? Correct. This is, this is no not using app. your app. So do you need to use the Imagine app to scan the QR code or you just nope. put up your phone and you... and you Any phone with has right. a camera, it'll automatically come up as a QR code reader and off it goes. So every phone around the world, no matter where you are, this will work. And certainly if it's a Grubhub country, it'll be effective and delivery there as well. All right. Yeah, I'm excited about that. And I know that, I know that uh, developers, I'm sure you prefer everything to stay within your app because it's more in control, but WebAR is great because it just allows you to blow up even exactly. bigger without without forcing everyone. So I, I love this and I can't wait for it. Okay, so uh, so looking forward to that. And if we can do a watch party, I think we got to do it. So we'll talk about that and 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 uh, schedule something. All right. uh, GSI Global Sports Initiative, new three hundred new three year three hundred eighty thousand dollar partnership, uh, but. Your strategic partnership has developed quickly, generated over $750,000 of them in 30 days, not including future revenue uh, sharing for Imagine. Where are you guys going with this relationship? Tell us exactly why GSI loves Imagine AR so much. And it, it works both ways. Kevin and his team, Kevin Meredith is the CEO, loves AR, he understands it, and they're in the content monetization business. Joe Malloy, for, former owner, managing partner in the New York Yankees, not a bad setup to have there. They, they're all in on Imagine AR. So when we started working together, we got introduced, again, funny enough, from one of the great intros from Sheldon Itenwash from our board. He introduced us, we chatted, and it, it made a perfect opportunity because they're focused on athletics and sta stadium and venue monetization. And right away, we worked together. And as you you mentioned, we did the World 10s Rugby three-year, $380,000 deal, got signed and done. That'll be launching this summer, and they're going to have a major tournament worldwide that's going to be cool, interactive. Not only AR, they're using our white labels as some other surprise to be in there. And then with the uh, amount of progress that we're seeing with Kevin and his team at GSI, not only in AR interactive opportunities with venues, but they've jumped into the NFT world as well, and they have tremendous access, some top athletes, musical entertainers. Then we discuss them basically coming out and they agreed to have their own app with their own brand. So they'll all have their own channels built into the app. That's one of the features of our white label. You can have channels like Spotify for AR built into it. And they'll have channels for some of their major athletic uh, endorsements or relationships. They'll be monetizing, they'll be NFT. So it's a pretty exciting move by them. We're, we're, we're thrilled to be partnered with it. And actually Kevin Meredith is flying to Dubai this, uh, this uh, Friday. And they're making major presentations in Dubai for not only financing, for partnership opportunities in sports. I think uh, GSI and uh, Imagine are gonna be close partners and grow together significantly as we continue forward this year. Okay, this sounds like it's gonna, and this sounds like it's gonna blow up, and that's just me saying that. But I'm usually a numbers guy, and the seven hundred fifty thousand dollars would be the thing that I focus on the most. But in this instance, you've done that within thirty days, right? Yeah. You've done that, so that speed is what I'm focusing on more. Absolutely, you're right. I, I'm I'm not gonna ask you if this is a pace you can expect because it's probably it's probably unfair and too early, but. Damn, that's that can't be a fluke either. That in the first thirty days you've generated yeah, something. They've been out aggressive. We've done a lot of other things. We're very optimistic. Let's see how the future unfolds. But certainly, let's look at last year's book revenue. The total book revenue in the AR was about seven eighty. Just you know, last year for the entire calendar year. And if you look at this year between these deals with GSI, 
plus what we did with Liquid Avatar, what we've done in the automobile with interactive marketing. Uh, I, we've already cleared a million in bookings already, and we haven't even got to the end of March. So uh, we're pretty optimistic and confident. We said it, George, right? The year of AR, it's this pandemic has sped up the adoption of interactive engagement tools around the world. We're not focused here in North America, and AR has come to the top of the list for a lot of sports organizations, but we're also pretty optimistic we're going to span beyond it, like we did last year with Shoppers Drug Mart, into other areas as well, like consumer brands and retails this year. Look, I'm on record. Everybody watching this, you can go check on Agoracom back in September, October, when some people were feeling a little hum-ha. And I said that by December 2021, Imagine AR is going to be an unrecognizable company relative to what it was in September, October. I can't remember the exact date, but you can find it. In fact, I reposted it last week yeah. when you made that 50, that new, uh, that new 52-week high. Uh, because I And this is not because you're asking me to say it. It's not because Sheldon's asked me to say anything. Look, I've been in this business for 24 years and I've got a pretty good feel for being able to map out and extrapolate when real success is going to, real, I mean, big success is going to come. You're already having it now. You're smashing it in the first quarter. But given the size of the partnerships and the clients, clients you're signing, everything that's coming on, uh, I think I'm, I'm going to be right on track. It might even come in a little earlier, but I'm excited about where the company's going to be and what kind of revenue run rate it's going to be on uh, by, by, by December. So we'll make sure we check up on that. Next one, Oasis Digital Studios. Uh, uh, we already talked about that. We had the joint yeah. press. We had the joint interview, the Mishpucha with David <laughs> Patch, right? Uh, since then, you guys have announced McCartney Multimedia uh, yep. to come on to, 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 to develop entertainment and lifestyle uh, NFTs. Uh, so let's talk about that for a second. And then already <laughs> that's factored in with a huge press release. But let's talk about just that alone. Well, you know, this press release has just been a, a result of tremendous amount of, uh, of work from Liquid Avatar, specifically from David Lukash, the CEO of, of Liquid Avatar. He, he's an animal. He works 24 hours a day. I love it. He loves the business of collectibles, memorabilia. NFTs are hot. We both understand that market. We understand the dynamics. We have a background. And uh, each of us have our own relationship and networks. I more in sports and obviously in, that, in some of the music. And David just has tremendous resources with the Phaser Universe announcement in the comic book world, but as well as the McCartney one with May Pang and the Lost Weekend, which is a legend for any Beatles fan anywhere around the world to understand and know. So David pulled this together. It's, it's truly a high profile, amazing NFT that'll have enhanced AR value in it too. Wait till you see what's coming out with that. That's going to be exciting and different. And I think this is going to put Oasis certainly on the map as we go forward and continue as we launch out in April and continue forward from there. So NFTs are hot. Liquid Avatar has been doing great. We're, we're thrilled to be a part of it by, by not only being partners, but in hand, delivering a enhanced AR NFTs, which can take that static NFT and bring it to life with stories, with videos, with audio, yep. and really deliver a hyper a, NFT experience. That is not static, right, George? If you had one, it can deliver new AR every month off of the same, same NFT. So it can build on a story or it can give you future information or other unique dynamic interactions you wouldn't have today. So I think we're uniquely positioned. AR is taking off in the market for sure. And NFT as a life that everyone's fully aware of at this point has become an absolute insane model right now. Yeah, and I, I want to make sure I add in this. There are a lot of 
small cap companies who love to use buzzwords. NFT actually, you know, is a massive buzzword, right? But you guys have gone way beyond, look, you and David are pros. And that's what I love about this. Uh, you're, you're not just putting a press release and hopefully get a stock bump out of it. First, you sign, you know, McCartney Multimedia, right? Yep. And then McCartney, and then you guys together, Martin, uh, McCartney uh, Multimedia, team up with May Pang uh, yep. to drop I iconic digital artwork NFTs of John Lennon's Lost Weekend. I mean, that's, I can't imagine what kind of digital artwork is going to come out of from September 1973 for 18 months after that and that he calls his long, long weekend. I, I almost want to ask it, but you probably can't say anything, can you? Now we're going to leave it to how it comes out, but it's, it's cool. It's, it's amazing. You know, when you see this, you just, it's amazing. But again, hats off to David and Ruth McCartney. They've done fantastic. And yes, that's the McCartney from the McCartney family, as you, we've discussed for sure, who used to open up the fan mail for the Beatles. Uh, and she's really out in the middle of everyone and has tremendous network as well. So I think Oasis is in well-positioned, optimistic to be a major player in the world of NFTs as we go forward, not only in North America, but around the globe. Yeah, because these are massive global brands now. Uh, you, this isn't, this isn't uh, Oasis Digital Studios is uh, NFTing a George from a video. I mean, this is real serious stuff that's, Yep. going to be record that's going to get recognition the four corners of this planet yes. so that's that's unbelievable so <laughs> you guys you guys are just you you guys are hitting at all all levels let me ask you though devil's advocate a lot of growth coming i mean this doesn't come without expenses this doesn't come without people so do you have the cash or i know we know you got some cash for sure but do you have the cash or you need to raise more money do you have the resources in terms of people and all that stuff to support? That's an excellent question. Yeah, and I got to. We're sitting in a very cash-rich uh, position. We're lucky enough that a lot of warrants got executed. We just announced 1.5 million. Our bank, we're pretty well set for 2021 and beyond, for sure, minimally. And we look at Oasis, I think we both look at it as not only as equal partners as we go forward, but potentially that entity unto itself, you know, could be spun off and it, it can get its own raise and, and continue yeah. forward or make money from these NFTs. We're not waiting that long. You know, when we start launching uh, some of these products, they can have enormous success in the market and wait to see as this pipeline builds out. I think you're going to see some fun and exciting things, not only in the world of music, but some other areas as well. So we're both in it. We're both well positioned. We don't have to worry about raising capital at this point, not only just for imagining our but for Oasis as well as we go forward. It seems like they're bringing the cash or they're about to bring in the cash and in, in, <laughs> in potential buckets, actually. I mean, just on the global sports. Uh, one step at a time. One step at a time. Yeah, Let's I know. I know. Oasis, of course, we got to see. But I'll, like I'll that, David, crawl, walk, run. Crawl, walk, run. Start slow. But he's done yeah. phenomenal. His team has done great. They're really dedicated. And we're excited to integrate the Imagining Our SDK into Liquid Avatar, into his mobile app and then deliver these AR activations for the NFTs right through the Liquid Avatar app. So everyone should be getting that app as the NFTs come out and you'll be able to experience all that cool interactive AR we're gonna deliver with it. Uh, Sheldon Inwatosh, it's not just you saying this. Uh, Sheldon had a great quote in an interview we, we did with him a couple of days ago. And I'm kind of, uh, this is an excerpt said, Augmented reality is a space people have talked about for years, but this is the year for augmented reality excerpt. I'm extremely bullish on Imagine AR. Look at the quality of traders. Talk about their research leads me to believe 
that his this has a huge runway ahead of it. Uh, you know, Sheldon doesn't treat his words lightly. What does it feel like, even though he's been the big supporter of the company, for him to come out and say that? Yeah, he's been a wonderful supporter, and he's been there. We wouldn't even be around, right, if it wasn't for Sheldon and helping us out through the tough times. And it's nice to see everyone rewarded as we continue to grow. And his confidence and his optimism is truly respected. And he's walked in opportunities we go forward. You know, GSI wouldn't exist if it wasn't for Sheldon. Liquid Avatar and our relationship wouldn't exist if it wasn't for Sheldon. He continues to offer additional introductions that can help grow our business. And hearing those words, you know, we're humbled, but I think we're just getting started at this point. We're finally in the point where conversations with AR go beyond just what is AR, but understanding how to monetize it, deliver it. And again, George, we're coming here to go global. We're not here to stay local. So we're excited that yeah. we've expanded to Europe, Japan, which is cool to kind of see, you know, we have Japanese videos now. We have videos with Japanese subtitles on our YouTube channel. We're actually sitting in demos in Japan in the evenings as well. So I am pretty optimistic that AR is going to be accepted as a mainstay of a digital communication channel for growing engagement for consumers, for fans, and also for monetization. And Imagine AR expects to be a major part of that as well around the world. Hey, I'm going to say it. We've been working on a new Agoracom. The COVID just kind of slew, slowed us down a little bit. But when it's out, AR is going to be playing a role in it because there's no doubt it has a future. So we know it has a future. Hey, Tim Cook says it's going to be more influential than the iPhone, right? So if the CEO of one of the biggest tech companies in the history of the world is saying it, you got to go with it. Speaking of being rewarded, uh, you sold some shares uh, in the last week or so. Uh, most people, I think, understand that you, you know, CEOs are human beings too and have to sell some shares every once in a while. Uh, but naturally, in the small cap world, there are a couple of critics too who want to yell bloody murder. Uh, and I have my thoughts about that. But first, I want to hear your thoughts. Give us a little context into what you sold. And you don't have to explain why, but what you sold and how that plays in the context of what you own. Well, certainly. I'm, I'm here in my fourth year. I have five million plus warrants. I have stocks in another company. I have uh, options, an enormous amount. And uh, I've been very optimistic of future growth. I, I still have a lot of those that I have to pull down. I have to cash in. I have to exercise. So every now and then, and certainly last time I did it, I think was last summertime or somewhere around then, where I took some and then I basically cashed out it and I'm gonna use a number of that to exercise my specific options and warrants, which I still have, so I can continue a bit. But I, you know, it, it's, we're fully committed. I've been here four years. Uh, we reduced salaries 30% during COVID across the board. We knocked down our expenses, including myself. It wasn't required. It was the right thing to do until we came out the other side. We're fully committed. But like I said, we're human beings and uh, we'll continue committed. I don't think it, it reflects anywhere on the commitment. If you look at our deal flow, our business and what we've, we've done to date, we're here for the long term. Uh, and we expect to be here and very successful as we go forward. And, you know, the timing, obviously, when I last week when it went up, I basically notified my broker. I said, you know, just put them out there. We didn't look to tap out. I said, just get some cashed in that we could use to exercise some options and warrants. And then the halt hit against, you know, better. Who knew we were going to have the Grubhub, you know, ad week article. So we had to have it. So, you know, obviously the perception is, is not what reality is. And it was just wasn't communicated, but certainly, you know, we're fully committed. We're in, I've got, like I said, well over 5 million options, warrants and stock in another company. And we're continuing to go forward. And, you know, where else am I going to go? 
And we I'm going to use this as a PSA, a public service announcement for small cap investors. And there are very few that were critical, but I'm going to address that. Uh, and I don't want to make light of it, but here's the, Michael Dell, when Dell computers went public back in the 90s, in the S1 filing before the IPO said, hey, Dell represents 99.8% of my net worth. So over a period of time on a regular basis, I'm going to be selling some stock. Don't take that as an indication that suddenly the party's over and it's time to sell stock and I'm bailing on the company. I mean, I'm paraphrasing here. It just means I'm human. I have family. I have needs too. I have expenses. So every once in a while, I'm going to take some stock off the table and don't read into anything more than that. And that's what I got to tell small cap investors. You can't expect either AP or other CEOs of other companies that you might own in to be the last person off the ship. It doesn't exist like that. They, they're human. They need to sell some stock along the way, little bits of stock just to, for whatever reason, they don't have to explain to anybody why. In this case, Alan has explained that they're, he's buying, he's exercising a number of options uh, before they expire. That's just smart. And so the money's going back in the company, but uh, let's not make issue. And for other companies, don't make an issue of small cap CEOs selling some stock. They're human. They have expenses. They have children. They have things they need to eat. So there's nothing more than that. Um, I would go on, Alan, to talk about hype innovation. You know, you guys are final. I don't know if you want to give us a little update there because you're selected as a finalist, one of 40 globally from over 1,400 that applied. Anything yeah. more you can update us there? Well, the update is we're now doing pitches. So we've done a full pitch to 23 or 25 clubs and federations. Some of the teams are known in North America, in baseball and hockey, basketball and around the world. We also just completed doing the broadcasters. There's broadcasters around the world who are looking for AR. We also got invited to motorsports. We'll be doing motorsports this week as well. And then we just got called two days ago. Can you guys pitch also esports and betting? because I guess, you know, they heard about us and felt we should be going there because we're commercialized, we're up and running, we're around the globe. And AR has a place in all these areas for en engagement, activation through mobile phones. And then there'll be announcements uh, starting at the end of March. I think the first one is March 31st, where they'll be announcing which clubs, which broadcasters picked, which companies to work with. But we're extraordinarily optimistic of our expectations as we go forward. We're excited. We've had a lot of conversations with a lot of these major uh, organizations we would never have access to. But you're getting the decision makers. They're global. There's interest. I think you're going to see some proof of concept opportunities. You're going to see some contract opportunities. It's pretty exciting. It was one of the best decisions we did to get involved in hype. And I think it's only going to add our credibility global and allow us to continue to scale around the world in different areas, not only sports, but potentially working with broadcasters and with esports and uh, betting as well. And last word to you on this. I'm not one to take an early victory lap and I'm not. And I think you're not the type of guy to take an early victory lap either. But given what's happening Q1 and the level of partner, customer, client that you've been attracting to imagine. Is it safe to say that the very least you've hit that inflection point and you're now off and running to a totally different tier of where the company was in 2020? Um, you know, it seems like the company is at the top of the food chain in sports, entertainment, all of this. Is that just me reading too much into it or do you feel it's the same thing? 
you know, it, it, there isn't a CEO who's running a company who doesn't feel they can always do bigger, better, and accomplish more. I, I don't believe it, you know, that they think they, they've reached the pinnacle. I think I'm um, feeling more confident and optimistic that the market is more accepting in values they are. And that has allowed us to up our game in terms of working with specific brands. You know, I, we joked, George, previously, it's like, if someone told you six months ago, here's a sentence, Grubhub, Megan Thee Stallion, and Imagine they are. How would you connect them? I didn't think I had an answer outside of a scrabble that somebody threw letters on the floor or somebody cut up a newspaper and just stuck words together. I, I never thought, you know, with the with the hard work of first two me and Andrew to put us all together, to have us have the ability to be involved in that. And I think that is a turning point for us. And I'm hoping it'll be a great show and great activation and lead to a lot more. But most certainly we're happy where we are but there's a lot more growth to occur. We've got the whole world out there. There's a lot of sports, a lot of entertainers, a lot of retail, a lot of brands we haven't spoken to. And that is our focus this year. And we expect to you know, grow significantly. And we're optimistic that you know, we still get a lot of inbound new calls and queries on a regular basis. And now it's a matter of closing those deals, banking the revenue, and we will announce the revenue when we're allowed. We are not allowed to announce the revenue on all deals, but on the ones we're allowed, we include them in the press release. And also because of the pandemic, you have a lot of sports organizations around the world who want to implement AR, but are not cash positioned well to do it. So they're interested in you know, multi-year revenue partnership deals. And we're willing to do those because that puts us in is gaining market share, sure. getting a client and supporting them when they needed us, when they needed something to help drive money and fan engagement. And three years is a long time, right? What's going to come out? They're going to be back in stadium. The teams are going to be back out and we'll be sharing that revenue for years to come. And we have a lot of, you know, great stuff coming into our SDK roadmap that are going to be monetization opportunities. And I think we're going to have some significant revenue that's going to ongo and tail through as we continue these relationships around with clubs and soccer teams around the world. AP, hey, if this is what you guys really pull off in Q1, I can't wait for Q2. I can't wait for Q3. And I really can't wait for Q4. And I know for some small cap vests, it seems like, you know, uh, an eternity, but for, you know, a seasoned veteran, you know, investor who understands that you create wealth by giving companies a chance to grow and not being quick on the trick. I can't wait to see what you guys are going to do for the rest of the year. And congratulations on just what's happened in, trend, in Q1 and what you've delivered to your shareholders. It's, it's been a lot of work. And you know what's nice is reading like there's a group you're aware of, StockFam. Uh, they've done a wonderful job. They did a great analysis yep. of us. They wrote up. That was real due diligence. And I think there's resources now that are great. Uh, there's IPNFF has a Reddit. You have the StockFam group that's got their Reddit. They've got a Discord group. There's a lot of great information now where people are doing really good due diligence, understanding companies, and putting out the right info for people to answer the questions. I think, you know, Agoracom, I told you, George, you had a great idea where you have monitored, you know, stockboarding communication because some of these stockboards out there, there's people, again, using fake, you know, names. They don't use their own name, obviously, but they're posting negative or false information purposely because everyone may have their own agenda, what they're going to do, right? You can't believe that everyone who's posting is, you know, long-term holding it, but potentially they may want a shorter other agenda. I'm not accusing anyone of anything, but I think it's important. You know, SockFam says, know what you own. Mr. Dodo did his write-up for us. We greatly appreciate it. It was a wonderful one. No. Do your due diligence, understand, like you always say with Agoracom, ask the questions to the right people, and then decide what makes the most sense. But, you know, retail guys, retail investors that wake up every day, am I green, am I red? If you're red, oh, you're not good. If you're green, you're good. And businesses don't grow Losing like model. that. Losing model. 
It's never going to work like that. So you got to bet on your, your companies, you bet on your jockeys, your thoroughbreds, you believe in if that is the vertical market you believe in, whether it's cannabis, whether it's uh, hallucinogenics, whether it's AR, whatever it is, bet on it and then stay there for the long term and do your due diligence and adjust position as you learn more information. I think- And I'll add good. this, if you want proof, go look at a eight year chart of Tesla when I called it a long-term generational bond, April 1st, 2013 at $40, I said it'd be at $600. And I was wrong because it blew that out of the water. But take a look at Tesla's chart, great gains, bam. You know, that you got the people who think it's just too overvalued and it falls, then bang, and bang, it happens. But if you believed in the future of electric vehicles and electric batteries and where the industry was going, and you just held through your conviction, rather worried about red green, right? Then you've made generational wealth. If you're worried about red green as your only as your only uh, yardstick for whether you buy or sell, well then you're out here of Tesla as opposed to being out over here. So same thing with uh, out with uh, with Imagine AR, we can't tell you and we're not telling you whether it's gonna have Tesla style growth, but I'm giving you advice in terms of how you look at all your investments. Red, green, that's not the way you look at it. Does the company have a business plan? Is it executing? Is it growing? Does it have growth potential? If it does, you stay with it. If it doesn't, get rid of it. Move on to something else. That's the only way you create fantastic wealth and even protect your wealth. Alan, thanks for joining us today, buddy. Congratulations. Thank you very much, George. March Madness continues. We're excited. And again, remind everyone, Grubhub Friday night, 326 to 7 p.m. I feel like we have like a national TV show. Bring your phone, get ready to order for some Grubhub food. Maybe there'll be a coupon or something in there and enjoy the show. And every scan, there's a donation for a good cause. So you're doing some good as well. And karma is always Great. important in life. Do some Great good. reminder. And we'll have a watch party set up. Go to the Agoracom forum, AP and, the, and this team will post information about what you got to do, where to watch it. Let's make it a great event. Hey, and make it a great due diligence event for all of you at home too. You know, take a look and see how the, uh, the web AR component works. Thanks for joining us, everyone. I usually do my ending, but I think we can finish it off right there. You've been watching Alan Paul Silverstein of Imagine AR. Get to Agoracom, do due diligence. Get to the company's website, do more due diligence and hopefully discover your next amazing disruptive tech stock for the next decade. Have a great day. See you next time.